I got the stiletto heels and sauntered down a fiery alley and then got, I drank a ton of gin from Molotov. You did or your character? My character. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maddie was walking. I put on stiletto heels and walked down a fiery <laughs> Nope, not quite. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think he's talking about his character, but that could also be very on brand for oh, Maddie. <laughs> what? Yes. You see me doing that? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm now going to ask all my friends. And they're all going to be like, oh, 100%. And I'm going to be like, what do you guys think of me? <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> well, obviously. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie, and this is just a little podcast that talks about different animes with our fellow weebs out there. Wow. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. That was Why? a new accent. I'm so sorry. It's just, you know, I'm a new person. I'm a changed man. From I drank a cup of tea. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I drank a cup of tea, and I feel like I'm from New Orleans now. He got that southern man draw. Southern man draw. Hey, I didn't tell you about my D&D character voice, did I? No. You want to hear about it? I'm going to hear about it, probably. Oh, so. you're about to hear about it. <laughs> well, I do say, I do like me a good Elvia. I'll take that and put it in my little pooch. I'll put in little old Sally, and I'll keep it all to myself because she is the embodiment of what is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a southern gay man. <laughs> okay. Hey, she is a Disney princess. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you didn't say it was a girl. <laughs> well, um, I'm not a female, so it's kind of hard to do female voices. You do know. Well, you didn't say. You were like, you want to hear my new D&D character? And then goes into it, and I'm like, hmm, okay. And then you go, well, it's actually a female character I play. <laughs> Well, it helps when I describe my appearance, where she is 6'9", and uh, two-thirds of her body height is from her legs. <laughs> she has huge legs. She's a mermaid that got transformed to a human, and her, the leg transformation did not go quite according to plan. So she's just, just like, leg, that's it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, she wears, like, uh, fishnet stockings that don't quite go high enough. <laughs> And she wears stiletto heels. <laughs> oh, and she has like massive stiletto heels that make her seven foot. <laughs> Trying to like imagine. Imagine this <laughs> character. And her um, upper body's blue. And she has matted hair so bad that it looks like she has a crown. She does not know how to wash her hair. <laughs> it's a, she was a mermaid. And she has dead fish eyes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> and she's a barbarian. And she reaches into her purse, which is Sally the Crab, that is a mismatch of different beautiful items that she's sewn together. But it's a living thing that she reaches into its mouth and pulls out battle axes out of. But yeah, also, I'm about to watch My Hero and finish season five with my brother. Do you want to know what is about to be revealed in the manga? What? The UA Trader. It is finally. Really? Like, finally? There, there was like a tease a couple manga chapters ago, and there's a good chance this is a tease as well. But it looks real. I like looked at the chapter preview and I was like, so like the chapter ended with like one of like all for one being like, yes, our he's like, I spent decades finding paths upon paths of achieving our goal. And then he like kind of looks off in the distance and it kind of goes through like police force and a couple of different places where his like 
reach goes and it ends at ua and zooms in on one character specifically in the class and everyone's like this seems like a pretty good confirmation on who the ua trader is but it's not flat out said yet and so we're gonna see do the you next know chapter. who oh yeah the, it, it zoomed shows, in on it showed the character in the chapter like the panel it shows the character who was it? I'm not saying on the podcast. This is a major spoiler. Well, tell me and then edit okay, it actually, out. <clears throat> Everyone, this is a spoiler for My Hero Academia. Do not listen to this if you don't want to know who the UA trader is. We are literally giving you a ch- chance. Skip, like, to the 10-minute mark. Just skip. Like, skip everything we're about to say. So, all of y'all left, right? All you're gone. Okay. You got, you got a better skip. So it zoomed in on Hagakure. Everybody fucking knew it was Hagakure. We all knew it was the Invisible Girl. <laughs> it makes sense. And everyone's over here like having these super long complicated fears. And it's just it's just the fucking Invisible Girl. I mean, like, it's the easiest way that they could have done it is just make it the Invisible Girl. Yeah. So it's kind of bullshit. But also, I'm glad that they didn't just forget about the UA trader. It makes complete sense. But oh, we'll see. But yeah. I think everyone. Every, I think everyone would probably be ma- a little bit mad that, that he didn't go more deep into it about the UA. Yeah, trainer. but also like he's always the quirk represents the person's personality. Now, what would be interesting is if the reveal is like this character has this huge backstory that ties directly into like one of the other characters in the class, or fun fact they're not actually invisible all the time. It's actually been like Toga's Twister or something. Like that's been a popular theory for a while, and so we'll see. Yeah, so hope I'm glad you guys are back now. We um, did a major spoiler there for the past minute, so we're in the clear. But yeah, uh, so, well, I guess we should get into this episode. Yeah, I think we should probably get into we had it. A little, we had a couple funny moments there, okay? We kind of have like a short episode, considering we just did an episode, and yeah. this is a backlog episode. And Mo is like, I'm shaky, I need to eat. And I'm like, bitch, it's five o'clock. It's dinner time for me. Bro, dinner time is eight o'clock. Okay. And breakfast is at noon. Listen, I am an old woman. Okay, it's five <laughs> o'clock. You live with an old woman. Stop adopting her personality trait. Wait, her. Listen, I eat at five o'clock and I'm in bed by eight. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, now, you heathens, I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. I do. I get. Uh, I go to bed at an early time. So y'all back the fuck off. I and have to get up at eight, four in the morning. Honestly, though, I can't do the whole late nights either anymore. But I still go to bed late and get up. You know what I'm going to watch tonight? I'm going to binge all of Made in Abyss. Do it. Please. I started the first three episodes and fell asleep. Uh, so we'll try again. I was going to binge it and then I was like, It gets a little it. slow in the beginning. It is very slow in the beginning. But once they descend down into the abyss, that's where it starts picking up. Yeah. That's what I keep getting told. It, it is. You just mm-hmm. got to get through it. I promise. The first four episodes. Even the first three episode rule doesn't apply to this anime. Well, anyway. It's once they get down into the abyss and they start doing shit that you're okay, good. Fair. So, Mo, what are we doing this week for this episode? We are doing a top ten teachers. Of anime. Of anime. Yes. And so kind of our criteria for this was, like, we thought number one should be a teacher that well instructs the students um, like makes them better versions of themselves. Wants to be a teacher. Wants to be a teacher for whatever reason, even if they don't act like they want to be a teacher, but wants to be a teacher, and is a likable teacher persona. Mm-hmm. 
actually cares about their students. And doesn't put them in bodily harm constantly for no apparent reason. Yes. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty good criteria. We also made a top 10 shitty anime teachers list, and that was a lot of fun, too, because we're like, all these teachers are shit. <laughs> yes. But we're going to do top 10 good teachers for now, and then we'll go do that list later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mo, um, so... Is there anything else we should talk about about teachers before we get into this? No, I think we should get onto them uh, badass teachers of anime. Okay, uh, I will start with number ten. Wait, I, no, I'm no, not. You're starting. 10. I'm doing number nine. You, yep. you start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 uh, Mo, would you like to start with the first teacher? Yes. Yeah, so uh, our number ten spot goes to if you've all have seen this anime, you you know, Glenn Radars <laughs> from Bastard Magic Instructor. Yes, and so. <laughs> We put Glenn Radars as number 10 just from the fact that he doesn't want to be a teacher. Yeah, and he's not really that great of a teacher. He's not really that great of a teacher, but it goes a back and forth of him, like, really caring about his students and wanting, you know, for them to learn magic the right way, you know? Yeah. And... Like, he's a good teacher because he actually teaches them something that no one else is learning. Yes. Like, what is actually essential to learning magic. Mm-hmm. But also, he kind of has a weird relationship with one of his students. And the fact that he complains all the time about being a teacher and, like, having that as his job. And so that is why he is at number 10. he's not, like, the best teacher in the world. Like, I mean, not going to lie. Like, in all honesty, he could have been on the shittiest teacher's list as well. Yeah, hence why he's number 10. And number 10 on the shittiest anime teacher list could probably move to this list if we really thought about it. I mean, yeah. So that is exactly why, you know, why we have it the way we do. If we're going to be honest. I'll probably be that type of teacher. Yeah. I'd be like, Ugh. Considering I would not want to be a teacher at all, I feel for Glenn Radars. At the end of this, we'll figure out where we stand on this teacher list. Exactly. Um. So. Want to say number nine, maybe? Yes. Number nine, we have, Um. we re- recently reviewed this anime, which was Soul Eater, and we're putting Dr. Stein as number nine. Because Dr. Stein is a good teacher where he really does teach Maka and Soul as well as everyone else how to really become great um, meisters and how to resonate. And he literally, like, there's one scene that sticks out to me specifically where Maka's, like, Black Star is, like, becoming too powerful. Like, his he's not humbling himself to my standard. And he's there, like, so you expect to lower yourself? You expect me to tell another student to take it down a notch because you're not willing to step it up? She's and he's like, you want to be less of a person to fight like big bad evil guy, and I was like, ooh, Doctor Stein, telling the truth, dropping those facts, like a ooh, dropping the facts. But he also gets overcome by madness and kind of has this obsession with dissecting things and like it kind of puts his students in danger because he literally wants to dissect them. So I'm like, you know, yeah, not not absolutely amazing. He's there though. Yeah, it's it. It's kind of the balance between the, like, wanting to basically chop up his students, but also being, like... Be better. Be better. So, and he teaches, he definitely teaches them how to resonate really well. He's, like, the best maestro the school's ever had. I mean, yeah, considering he's probably the one that has made the most death scythes, I think, out of... Yeah, that's true. ...all of them. I mean, he knows how to do shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dr. Sign. <laughs> you want to do number eight? Yeah, so number eight, and y'all are probably, you may agree with this, you may come at our throats, but... It's our podcast, we can say what we want. Yeah, so (laughs) we've decided to put Gojo Satoru as number eight. From JJK. Yes. Um, And mostly my whole reasoning about it is, is that, 
yes, he, in aspects, is a good teacher. You know, he's helping Yuji control, uh, what's his name? What does he forget? I have no idea what any of the names you just mentioned, so clearly I don't know. The pink-haired character with the, yes, the yes, demon. Yes, I figured that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but then again, he's also a 28-year-old that just seeks chaos and everything. Yeah, and he also, like, 100% makes all, he lets all students think that this guy is dead. The fa- yeah, the fact that he's like, let's just surprise everyone that you're still alive. Get in this box and let's make it, like, a whole... Fiasco, and I was like, um, that's not, um, okay, okay, but also like he is a total badass, yeah, which is probably why he's on this list. He's the strongest, you know. I forgot what they're called, man. Exorcist? No. Well, whatever they're called. It's pretty much an exorcist. It's pretty much an exorcist, but not called exorcist. But he is the strongest one in that whole universe, and you know, of course, who better to teach anybody how to? do anything than the strongest person and he definitely lets the students trial by fire and he doesn't let them die so he does save them most of the time uh and like he does do teaching and stuff and like you know but also a 28 year old that seeks chaos you know you know not cute but also (laughs) he's on the list because it's anime teacher standards so exactly (laughs) so so, uh, for number seven, we have a character that Mo, Mo has no idea who is, so I'm... I mean, like, I've heard of him, and I've seen, like, the first episode, but it's Yeah, like... so we're doing Reagan from Mob Psycho, which, once again, don't come for me, this guy could easily be in the shitty anime character teacher list, because he is a con artist, he's 100% using Mob to make money, and literally tells Mob, ah, you have no friends, so why would you ever leave me? Uh, but the thing is, he always steps in when he needs to most. He steps in... And saves Mob at his lowest points. He helps Mob learn how to control his psychic abilities, even though he's a total con artist and has no abilities of his own. But, like, he literally steps in he's like, no, let the adults handle this. It's time for me to do something. And I was like, while watching the anime, I was like, well, damn, you're right. All the kids have been doing all the psychic shit this entire time. It is time for an adult to step in, given you're utterly useless and you should probably not be doing it, but he still tries. And I love that for him. Like, that's why I think he deserves, like, the number seven spot on this list because yes, he's a shitty person, but he does care about mob and does step in when he needs to. And he has the responsibility that a lot of teachers and anime should have, but don't. So exactly. That's Reagan. And then I'm also doing number five because it's another, you were anime. doing number six, <laughs> number six, another character that Mo doesn't know, which is biscuit from Hunter Hunter, which technically in Hunter Hunter, there's two teachers that are really, really solid. There's the first teacher that teaches um, Kilowan uh, Gon. Gon. <laughs> Did I tell you about my D&D campaign where this one guy has two friends in the class named um, Hone and Gasoka? <laughs> and, char- and the character uses lightning magic, like the, the playable character. And um, Gasoka looks like he should be like out of high school, but he's still there. And him and Hone are like friends, and Gasoka goes, Oh, Hone! Oh, Hone! <laughs> oh, Hone! Uh, the whole time. And I'm just gonna have those characters running off and disappearing a lot, and just. Leave it, up leave to it at that. Leave it at that. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh. Anyway. Okay, Biscuit. Like Biscuit. Biscuit pretty much teaches uh, Gon and 
Kilawa. Did you just say gone? Gone. Gone. Gone like the wind. Gone like Jin. <laughs> Should he dance? Should he dance? That is, yeah. Yeah. Gone. gone like Jin. Oh, that's terrible. Um, but pretty much teaches them how to, like, really control their powers of Nin, Zin, and all the other ends. And... <laughs> becomes total badasses and she's like really really cool because she dresses all cutesy and she wants to be cute but in reality she's like the super macho person that just uses transformation stuff to make her look younger and like look like a little girl because she hates her body and she's a total badass but like i don't know she's a really she's a really solid teacher she really guides them along the path before they hit the shit show that is the ant chimera arc (sighs) biscuit tries tries she tries and then i can't say much Fucking Jin gets them tied up in all this other bullshit, and then they have to deal with the trauma that is the anti-mirror arc. But yeah, Mo, you want to do number five? Yeah, number five. So we have Coach Yukai. Yes. From Haikyuu, which at first we had a very big confusion about what teacher we were talking about. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the actual teacher that cries a lot, and I was like, why is he so high on this list? Because I thought he was kind of weak and wimpy, but whatever. No, um... We put Coach Yukai mostly just because, as a coach, you can also be like a teacher, and because yeah. they are, he is teaching them volleyball. Yeah, and I just really like the dedication that Coach Yukai has to the volleyball team, and like at, and that's the reason he's lower on the list is because at the beginning he doesn't really want to do it, and he's kind of forced into doing it, but then as he starts seeing the team grow and like figuring out where each player fits in he is like oh shit i'm in this like let's do this like we're gonna win he like literally brings this team out of nothing and makes them something like he sees the potential and brings the most out of them which largely is thanks to the actual teacher whose name i can't remember they call him speckles and (laughs) specs (laughs) where did speckles come from I, I think that comes from G-Force is the uh, fucking naked mole rat or whatever it is. Or what? It's a mole? Anyway, fucking Specs uh, actually, like, begs Coach Yukai to do it. And finally, Coach Yukai shows up and, like, he's a really, really solid teacher. Like, he yells at them and he's, like, cares. And, like, uh, I don't know. If I had a coach like Coach Yukai while playing sports, it would have been completely different. Like, I would have been so much more dedicated to the activity. But never did I have a coach like that. Where, like, as a team, we screamed and cheered and cried for our victories and cried for our losses like he did. And I loved that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just makes me want to play sports again. Even <laughs> though I can't. Look makes at you this. want to play volleyball. Bro, I just want to hit some fucking volleyballs. I want to spike. I want to be like, mm, yeah. Set. <clears throat> I want to save. I want to be a Libro. I want to be, like, uh, everywhere. Uh, fucking love volleyball. Love Haikyuu. I literally recommend to everyone constantly. I'm like, watch Haikyuu. Like, you will never be so motivated to play, like, watch anime. And so Carson watched Haikyuu recently. He's like, I literally loved it. He's like, I watched a dub, and it was amazing. And I was like, bro, right? I was like, it is so good. <sighs> Coach Yukai. Coach Yukai. He's absolutely amazing. Love that love, man. Love that man. Hey, so number four is also going to you. Yes, I'm also doing number four. Um, So we have put Kakashi Hitake. Kakashi from naruto yeah i've never seen naruto so take it away mo i would put kakashi as number four because yeah he can kind of seem a little bit standoffish and stuff like but the dedication that he has to like hit the um 
Naruto, Sakura, and Sasuke, and just the overall atmosphere that he, like, yeah, he can be a little bit standoffish, but you truly can tell that he actually cares about his students and he wants them to be great ninjas, and that, like, he pushes them, but he's also not afraid to put himself into a dangerous situation in order to save his students. Unlike pretty much every teacher in anime that literally constantly lets themselves, like, oh, no, I gotta go run away. How about my students just stay in danger while I do something stupid? Yeah, he w- he is willing to put himself in the middle of... Um, He's not afraid to put himself in between, like, whatever force is coming between them and his group. Yeah, yeah. And so... No, that seems like pretty admirable traits as a, for a teacher. And like I said, he can be really, like, standoffish. Like, he doesn't care one way or another, but he truly does care. And, like, he's wanting them to grow and be, like, the best ninjas that they can be. I love that. I've never seen Naruto, and it does not make me want to watch Naruto anymore. But I can I can respect the teach rep. The representation of teachers. Which, by the way, side note, I think teachers are, like, the most underappreciated Te- mm-hmm. like profession in the world like i saw um a youtube short because i've been getting on youtube shorts a lot by the way youtube is so much more wholesome than tiktok oh yeah like the comment sections i looked at the two comparing like there's tiktokers they're like youtube comments versus tiktok comments and i was like tiktok is so mean and youtube's over here like oh my gosh you're so sweet you're so amazing i you're love your awesome I, I love, love your you. content we really need to get on YouTube because maybe we'll get some respect. Yeah. <laughs> Would be nice. Um, anyway, teachers are like grossly underappreciated. And it just like, I re- like one of them was like, why are we never taught how to do like home ec and like how to like do taxes and all these other things in school? And the teachers are like, um, why would you ask the people that are grossly underpaid ask to do so much when your t- your parents are choosing not to teach you these things? Which I'm like, for home ec, I understand, but also, like, for doing taxes, do you really think all of our parents know how to do that? It's like, some of our parents didn't even finish high school. So yeah, like, it's like... Like, my mom's trying to get a new job. Like, not a new job, but she's like, they want her to apply for a new role, but she doesn't have a bachelor's degree. And that's kind of the requirement. She's, like, at the highest level she can go at the company she's at, but she doesn't have it. And they're like, oh, we'll just change that requirement. It's just going to be preferred. You still should apply for it. Which, that's kind of, like, how people are approaching things now. She's also a foreigner, so, like, it's a little different. Like, she's from a different country. But, like, there's some parents that simply aren't good with money. Like, I'm lucky my parents are, but, like, I know people whose parents are terrible at it. And they expect us to just ask our parents how to handle money and figure that out. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Side note. So, teacher teaching's hard. Teaching's freaking hard. They're underpaid, underappreciated. But at the same time, like... Teachers also get three months of the year off. Like. But they get three months of the year off without pay. This is true. But that's the reason why. Because, like, that's why they get paid so little. They only work nine months out of the year. No, they get paid so little just because the government wants to shovel money to everything else. This is else. true. Florida, like, I think Florida is literally closing schools right now because they don't want to have schools open because of COVID wearing masks. So they're. Cutting funding it's, it's to schools. Florida. It's Florida. It's Florida. I was like, what is happening out there? Okay. Number three. Oh, is that me? Yes. Oh, yeah. So number three is kind of a teacher. Her students call her teacher. So I'm going to count it. Is Azumi Curtis from Brotherhood. And this is the definition of a teacher that... Okay. She's not a good example. 
per se because she definitely puts her students in danger a lot but she pushes them like she makes sure they can handle themselves she takes them in when they're at their lowest point to help them teach them how to be alchemists how to handle survival in the wilderness how to actually live how to be adults how to be men in armor but like (laughs) armor uh, uh, armor how to be armor and men but like she she is a really really solid teacher in my opinion I think she is, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, exactly as you were kind of saying, she does put her students in danger quite a bit. She literally also, my favorite aspect of this character is how she got introduced to Brotherhood. She just, like, there's this legend of this woman that's slaying bears in the wilderness. They can't stop this bear or whatever it's called. And it's just Azumi Curtis running around killing shit in the north <laughs> yeah. where it's like the military is the toughest of the tough mm-hmm. but Azumi's just running around like oh I infiltrated I snuck into this like barricade stole some food and wine and left yeah. and they're like we had some bears sneaking you know like we had to take it out it was a monster and they're like and then the whole time like Alphonse is like it was teacher the whole time it was teacher the it whole time because Alphonse is like teacher teacher but she also has a super tragic backstory yeah uh, just like everyone else in that show this is the truth but her husband's super cool. Yeah. Freaking, like, burly, like, dude. Burly, beef boy. <laughs> yes. Definition of bar of manga material. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no. Let's not go there. That I did. Uh, but uh, Azumi Curtis is a really, really solid teacher, and she deserves number three in this spot because she's a total badass. Yes. So, number two. Number two, we have one of my favorite characters. Love this guy. Aizawa. From My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. This is definitely probably one of the best teachers in anime of all time. Yes. Though he is definitely can be like an asshole at times. He absolutely loves his students. He will do anything for his students. I mean, the fact that he basically almost died. Dude, trying multiple to, like, times. Multiple times trying to save his students, you know. And he has told. And plus, he is a good teacher. Yeah. And he is so dedicated to his students. Like. He will do anything to protect them. Now, the rest of the school is incompetent, and as a result, his students are often put in danger. But he, like, is a hard ass. Like, he's like, okay, now get to the campsite. Good luck. I'm going to Applebee's to get $5. Park. I'm going to Applebee's to get $5. <laughs> Shout out to Nikki Marina, who does an amazing TikTok comp- uh, tactic videos over um, Aizawa. Like, there's a whole f- episode series she does where it switches Aizawa and Blood King between the classes and Aizawa's like okay class B y'all a bunch of bitch babies and it's time for you guys to get like grow up he's like live bomb go <laughs> like live grenade and they're like screaming and Monoma is like ah, like crying mm-hmm. and then class 1A is and Blood King's like okay I brought donuts on Mondays and he's like I brought a therapist thing because I figured you guys need some therapy and everyone's just like in class 1A is like twitching at the slightest <laughs> sound of something dropping they're like oh it's another attack oh we're all gonna die and it's but just... I also just love the fact too that like Aizawa is he is definitely not afraid to like call the students out on their shit oh 100% yeah like they're all like well I'm all this and I'm all that and Aizawa's like no you're fucking not he's like Baku you literally haven't gotten any better with your quirk yeah. Midoriya, you need to seriously stop getting yourself killed. Yeah. Stop using your quirk like this. And he's like, he cares. But I love the fact that, like, he, he is introduced as a character, a teacher, but does not care. Exactly. Like, in a sleeping bag, does not give two craps, is a caterpillar half the time. But, like, he's a really solid teacher. Yeah. You know what's crazy? What? Midnight almost became the homeroom teacher for Class 1A. Really? Yeah. 
which I could not see anyone other than Aizawa. I could see Midnight doing it. Like you can definitely see the character yeah. had that development beforehand. Like that's why she's out of all the side characters the most recognizable. But no, Aizawa, hundred percent. Like when he stands up for them during the sports festival. I think really showcases how much Aizawa cares about his students. Well, and how he's also willing to take the shit for his students, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he literally gets onto public televis- television and apologizes to everyone. And I was like, wow. Now, that's a solid teacher. Yeah. Like, he cares. Mm-hmm. And he trains his students to be Like, the best. he could probably care less about being a pro hero. But when it comes to being a teacher, he actually takes his job very seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he cares a lot for these kids. And Aerie, sweet fucking Aerie. Dad. (laughs) Daddy. And he's like, I love this girl more than all of you combined, and I ever will. (laughs) And like, and that once again, Nikki, I love Nikki so much. She's like, one of the things she says for Aizawa is, y'all better stop be killing my kids. I'm the only one who can brutalize my kids. Because if they die, I have to go to their funerals and admit that I actually love these kids. And I'm not going to ever admit that to them. I'm never going to admit that I love these kids. I think it's like perfectly sums up this character. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, we should probably do the honorable mentions. Um, I'll start with uh, the first honorable mention from Free, which was Amakata, which was just the classroom teacher that always breaks out into literature and wholesome and Has like the dark thing about bikinis or some shit. <laughs> she's like secretly a bikini model and she like tries to keep it under wraps, but she's like the other coach dude figures out and she's like, you will not tell anybody about this ever. And she's just like, I don't know. I think she's a pretty solid teacher. She's pretty motivational. But she's not like the other teachers. She's kind of like in the background. She kind of just like follows along like with what they need. Now for 50% off. Yeah. She's a badass because she's yes. like blackmailing everyone. Part of a criminal syndicate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. We're not going into 50% off. <laughs> I think we should review 50% off one day as just an episode. <laughs> Well, if that's what they want, we'll give it to if them. If someone asks us to do a 50% off as an episode, we'll 100% review that. Yes. I would love to watch that entire thing. <laughs> All right. How about the other honorable mention? So our other honorable mention goes to the teacher from Asobi Asobase. And those of you who have actually seen the anime know what I'm talking about. Um, it's kind of the same as like Amakata from Free. And that she just kind of follows around and does whatever the club needs for yeah. her to do and stuff. But the fact that she's just willing to do all this kind of stuff for her students is kind of really funny to me. Like, she doesn't do much in terms, like, she doesn't really ever teach or anything. She is a teacher, but she doesn't ever teach or anything. But just the fact that she's willing to do, like, what her students want her to do and stuff in order to make them happy. and. Yeah. That's just kind of why I would put this teacher as like an honorable mention. Doesn't she get? Doesn't she get herself in some like really funny situations? Oh of the my students? gosh, yes, because she's uh she's only ever like gone to like an all girls school, so she's never had like a boyfriend or anything like that. So she's always kind of falling into the traps of whatever the girls are doing in terms of like getting her to date someone, and it's pretty funny. Oh, I love it. But yeah, so now we get to do our number one. And our number one no spot. No surprise at all. Is Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom, who is by far, in my opinion, the best teacher I've ever seen in anime. Did y'all think that it was going to be someone else? Because if you did, then he's not even mentioned yet. Never seen anime, right? This this show because who wouldn't love a giant octopus killing machine that's stretching to kill the entire world in two years? 
that absolutely loves his students and wants to see them succeed. And nearly cultivates this class of rejects to being the most successful students in, cl- in school. Exactly. I love this guy. Like, he cares so much for his students. Like, especially Nagisa, the relationship he, he develops with Nagisa is just so wholesome. And, like, that is a teacher that cares. But he won't flat out tell you what to do. He's like, cultivates you, guides you. And, like, also teaches them how to be badass assassins while also teaching them yes. how to, like, do math. And it's just, I love it. And, like, I don't know. And also the ending just gets me every time. And it's a tearjerker. And even in that scene, he's like, no, I don't want you to do it this way. I want you to be smiling at me. And I'm just like, oh, oh, <laughs> no, Koro Sensei. Don't go. Don't leave him. <laughs> ah, I love that man so much. But, like, the whole premise is he's, like, a world-renowned, like, assassin that he's like, I'm going to teach these kids to kill me, and they need to kill me by the time I – because no one else can kill me, so they're going to have to kill me by the time I blow up the world. I'm going to end the world. And everyone's like, what? And so it's just – it's such a ridiculous premise, but it's still one of the most wholesome, like, teaching relationships Well, and it's also seen. the fact that the students, too, eventually start to be like, wow, I really love this teacher more than any other teacher I've ever had before. And, you know, I don't want him to die. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just so – it's so sweet. And, like, every student is impacted by this man. Exactly. And they show that in every in the entire anime. Every student has an impact from this teacher. Exactly. Would you like to add anything else about Koro-sensei? I think we hit him. I think we hit them all. So that, I think that sums up our top tens list for our favorite anime teachers. So, Mo, out of all these teachers, who are you most likely to be like? Also, keep in mind our top ten anime shitty anime teachers, which... Um, we can also mention a couple in there, but we haven't done the list yet. But I'd probably say Glenn Radar is just from the fact that like I would absolutely hate teaching and I would not want to do it. But if I had to do it, then I mean I might as well teach them something worthwhile. Yeah, I like it. I think for me, I would I would be a lot like Aizawa. <laughs> I would give zero shits, but actually secretly care so much about my students that I want them to succeed mm-hmm. but also would be like okay figure it out yourself I'm gonna go get half price marks <laughs> get marks from Applebee's while my students are me and midnight are going to Applebee's yeah I'll be like oh I would 100% go on like go to midnight go, go on midnight oh uh, go on midnight go on midnight in the <laughs> faculty lounge okay I need to stop uh, but yeah that's who I relate most to as a teacher I think that's good. But yeah, Mo, would you like to shamelessly plug this podcast? Yes, we are going to shamelessly plug. So this is part of the podcast, guys, where we tell you where to go look up our shit. Okay? Go look it up. Stop what you're doing right now. Go find our Instagram, our Twitter, our Patreon, and our TikTok. Go do it right now. Do it. Stop. Do it. 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 So we are on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and TikTok at Bingers Anime Edition, and we are on Twitter at ben- Anime Bingers. So go. Yeah. Do it please right now. reach out to us. If you guys have another top 10 list you'd like us to do, please send it our way, and we'll be more than happy to do it. Yes. Um. Also, I actually have a music rec I could do. Do you have a music rec you would like to do? <laughs> I do not. I have one. I'll, so my music rec is the opening from Black Lagoon. Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You son of a bitch. I thought it was a really great opening. And I thought the music perfectly fit the anime. I'll do the ending to Black Lagoon. (laughs) How would you describe the ending of Black Lagoon, Mo? It's 20,000 leagues under the sea. (laughs) 
I also check out our Black Lagoon episode, which we may or may not have recorded an hour ago. Check yeah. it out. So everyone, this like we were we said at the beginning, this is an backlog episode. So if you are listening to this episode right now, it's something has come up and we weren't able to actually get out an episode. So we do not have a recommendation for you after this. Yeah. So yeah, we don't know what we're going to do next week. Future Maddie will might maybe edit his voice and be like, guys, this is what we're doing next week. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Most likely, whatever we pulled the previous week is what we're doing. And this is like the, you know, classic us stuff. Our shenanigans. we got so many going on. But yeah, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Um, we will see you next week for yeah. whatever is to come. Yes. So thank you for turning in. Turning, turning, turning in? Turning in. Assignments? Yes. This is so on brand for this episode. We're turning in our shit this week. I know. We're such great teachers. I know. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in for this episode. Um, I hope it wasn't too quickly paced or anything. But... No, we definitely quickly. I think it's pretty solid. But, uh-huh. y'all, good luck binging out there, and we'll see you next week. All right, see you next week, All guys. Right, bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.